0: me tell you about a man that i have met they call him captain or wizard don't forget cj morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show so we did now you're listening to him on that dang
1: old radio and i had one of those moments as i was falling asleep when you're kind of Awake but entering the dream phase. Yes,
0: hypnogasia. It was about rock. It was about uh pet rock or over oh, the music? It was about rocks. I had this weird exercise. Are we improvising crisis. right now
1: or is it really No, it really it was, really was about rocks. it was about rocks. Had that thing to where I was kinda of panicky and you know, sometimes when you're on altered substances you really get to like, whoa, what is this? What is this plastic knife? Like what is it made of? What do I need like you know, you really Dinosaurs. Get, get digging into stuff, and I did sure. that about rocks because I bought a bunch of rocks, and I was like, I went to a store, and I paid money for bags of rocks. So, like a... Like, a, like for
0: landscaping. Oh, for landscaping. I, I got a bunch... Okay. I have a
1: little part of the yard, you know, some of the stuff zero-scaped, yeah. and uh, I was digging and kind of like trying to reuse old uh, decomposed granite. And I kept buying more, and well, plus I was running. I'm running electricity, which I kind of just did on my own sure. underground in my Uh-oh. yard. So I had. To, oh yeah, I don't know if I need a permit. You for gotta that. be an electrician to do that, don't nah, you? Man, you just <laughs> need to know how to plug stuff in. And, but uh, and I feel like
0: seal some PVC. It sounds already like you're being too hard on yourself, because I guarantee you, the place you bought rocks from. Bought rocks from somewhere else, but I bought rocks. <laughs> so did They're they. They're everywhere, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I, but not I, the right types of rocks.
1: I kept going and getting the rocks and making it look nice, and it does look good. I enjoy it. My plan, anyways, was to grow a bunch of these. There's these little like pretty weed vine flowers that just take over, and uh, some potato vines. I'm, I'm, get, not, like, I'm not trying to talk too much about the the fine details of landscaping.
0: Did you but, get like river rock or uh
1: No, I got decomposed granite. Decomposed granite. And then uh, for the areas that weeds grow and along the fence and the areas where I want specific things, I put lava rocks and it kind of blends. It looks good. But also it's a rental property and I'm doing all this digging and cementing and fence building. And I I rent it. And I, I was just really like... I spent money on rocks, well,
0: like look, on man, damn rocks. The good thing about rocks is they don't really go bad for a long, long time. You can just take them, <laughs> take them with you to the next okay. place. Yeah. That, I think the, you should, man, if you really that like caught up on buying some rocks that I did aren't that, just pretty gems. I
1: did that before when I moved from one rental property to another. I yeah. I took all the like paving stone and the rocks. <laughs> and it kind of dirty. Dude, it was but, such a pain in the ass that when I moved again, I, I decided not to do it.
0: But, I yeah. mean, you have a fiance. Is it just a rock that you uh, proposed to? with or maybe you're quantifying these rocks incorrectly
1: by the end of my existential crisis on spending money on damn rocks i realized like well it's not about the rocks rocks. are important to us it's the experience of doing yard work and exercising and being out in the sun and I, i enjoy it it makes me feel good it's also better i guess i don't know for the environment to not have Grass growing all over your yard. Plus, so, yeah, butt rocks. And company, I still need more rocks.
0: <laughs> you still do. I was going to say, it would have taken you a long time to acquire that amount of rocks that you just went and purchased. So, if anything, it's a practical, practicality thing. You know it what is. I, mean?
1: I, I will say, from digging and sifting from the, the rocks, it is easier just to go buy rocks. <laughs> yeah, <but>. man. <laughs> But on. Wait, wait! Stop beating weird, yourself up. Are we in such a post-capitalist neo-modern society that we're oh, paying God. for rocks? Too many words. Uh, my dad was great though. When we had a gravel driveway as a kid, and uh, he would just we I remember we would go in his truck to construction sites where they were about to pave, and just load it up with gravel. Hell yeah! That's, that's free what you rocks, need to do. Bro. Free rocks, and well, then you could sell them. The United States, alas, defeated their greatest enemy. That's right, on this day in history, the United States finally defeated their greatest enemy, <gasps> the Soviet Union. Sweet. Here is a quick audio clip. Play, get a, get
0: a piece of it, it away. 28 seconds, the crowd going insane. Carl Lamont shooting it into the American end again. Morrow is
1: back there. Now Johnson, 19 seconds. Johnson over to
0: Ramsey. Will you let the knock get checked by Ramsey? Clanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Over. you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable.
1: That is right. Way wow. before, way before uh, the fall of the Berlin Wall, Uh, The United States defeated their greatest enemy, the Soviet Union, in hockey. Oh, wow. Uh, That's right. Today is the day of the miracle on ice, 1980, way before uh, we were born, Spencer. Wow. We made Olympic history in one of the greatest upsets in Olympics, greatest upsets in hockey, and what's considered one of the greatest upsets in sporting history. Wow. Uh, The Soviet Union had won the last Four gold medals in a row. Uh, The United States was a heavy underdog. As a matter of fact, their team at the time, which, uh, you know, I'm not sure how it still works. I know in certain Olympic things, it's usually college kids. Then it was. It was a bunch of college kids, hockey players. uh, The Soviet squad regarded as one of the best in the world. Uh, Absolutely professional hockey players. Lost four to three Damn. Uh, before ten thousand people. They were playing in uh, Lake Placid, New York. So we were we were at home. Uh, the winner goes to the gold medal game, and the United States a bunch of college kids beat the best of the best of the best. Four gold medals in a row. That is uh, that is four times. That's like sixteen years. That is a lot of years. Wow. Was this the only time our country has been good at hockey? Probably. Oh, man. Uh, not only did they beat uh, the Soviet Union 4-3, to three, uh, as you heard, I mean, it was close until the end. It was... A very chaotic scene. Very tight. Where we're just waiting for the clock to count down to zero. And that's when everyone erupted. Uh, the United States actually went on two days later, defeated Finland 4 2, <gasps> captured gold. Wow. So the United States men's hockey team uh, beat the best in the world and then actually won the gold medal. Congratulations. The miracle on ice. Way to go. A magic moment when uh, we showed those commies. You've were, ever you were <laughs> seen, uh,
0: you seen Disney on ice?
1: No. Is it kind of the same? I don't know. I've never seen it. Okay. Just curious. Well, congratulations, America. We are once again
0: the best.
2: AI is terrifying, but also incredibly entertaining.
0: And now it's time for Emily.
1: Social cues. Indeed, it is, Emily. Are we approaching the singularity? If it's on the internet, we're talking about it during social cues, and uh, I'm excited because we talked about this off air. Turns out, you and I found the same dude on Twitter. a <laughs> person, and we we yes. love it. We love it. Yes. we love it. We love it.
2: We love it. There is this person on Twitter that is taking advantage of AI right now, and cool. I know this is terrifying. It's scary, but let's just put that aside for a second to laugh at how hilarious this is. They're using AI. I got AI. a sticker
1: on my truck that says Ain't Scared, oh. and it's got Calvin peeing on a Ford, so nice. I'm good. Oh, so you're no good. Fear. I'm good. Good. All right, With so, an F
2: it sticker, too. Absolutely. I oh, so. have to have that one. Uh, but basically, you can now use AI to mimic people's voices and make an entire conversation
0: nice.
2: based around this person's voice of them saying things that they obviously did not say. I think you only need like three minutes of audio yeah. or something.
0: You don't need much. This, is, this is awesome. It's just like my my sci-fi spy games where you can do this stuff. You just yeah. Let's like take a little bit of their vocal audio and then use like yeah. a A vocal thing. I don't know. I I forget. I'm not a spy. thief.
1: It's surprisingly pretty clean, too. And actually, one of the first person we're about to spoof (laughs) is the first place (laughs) I heard about this. Before I stopped listening to Joe Rogan podcast in like 2016, 17, Mm -hmm. uh, they brought it up how there were audio generators that could, essentially, if you have enough of people talking... You can completely make them say things. And they were playing this on the Joe Rogan experience, and that's it was right. kind of funny.
0: Aren't there even newer editions of, like, our digital audio workstations, things that we use here to edit audio that, that can help you out with things like that, essentially? I thought that's what I heard a few years ago, but maybe I'm just talking about my Shut boot. up. We're going to be replaced. Yeah, don't don't, yeah. don't
2: replace us. Not us yet. Uh, yes, no, this is a clip that somebody created with Joe Rogan. And, and Ben I, Shapiro. And the, Ben Shapiro, a little the, guest appearance. This is so funny.
1: I just think I would love to get ratatouille. Ratatouille? Like have a little guy up there... Excuse me? You know, making me cook delicious meals. No, I understand. I, I've seen the film. You wouldn't want that? I, a little guy pulling your hair, making you cook? It's a ridiculous concept. You're telling me you wouldn't want that? I just don't know why you're bringing it up as if it's something that could actually happen. You wouldn't want a little ratatouille guy up there doing whatever? It's honestly insane that a rat would even be able to cook in the first place. He doesn't have to be cooking. In the movie, he's
0: cooking. Yeah, but in this scenario, though, he could do other stuff.
2: So, Damn. the... <laughs> It's hilarious. I also, it, it I is, like um, the, you would never well, know that that was it. That we just didn't have a guest appearance on our show. as
1: it As it goes on, to um, it gets more weird and funny. But but here's yeah. the thing about AI versus humans: is uh, the person that created that clearly knows enough of Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan to actually write the script to make it mimic very much. Um, Ben Shapiro, because he, because he even has Ben Shapiro go, all right, well, in this context, we'll use the word Ratatouille for this. However, I think in future discussions, we need to come up with another terminology because words are important. <laughs> like, so, so the guy clearly gets that person. So, I mean, it's not just straight up AI right. words. Like there's yeah. a yeah. script. Write it's a straight. script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: a script. Uh,
1: can I show you, uh, one of my favorite ones that kind of caught me off guard, sure. uh, with, uh, our very own president.
3: Good evening, my fellow Americans. I've made a huge mistake. Are you familiar with the 2011 film We Bought a Zoo? The Matt Damon picture. ScarJo is in it as well, although her performance isn't anything to shake a stick at, if I'm being honest. It was directed by Cameron Crowe, the fellow who made Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Anyway, so I was watching We Bought a Zoo a few days ago because it came up on my Disney Plus after I finished an episode of that Baby Yoda show. And I thought, wow, I, I still can't believe they bought that freaking zoo so I looked it up, and they really did do it. They really bought a zoo in real life. I thought it was just the Matt Damon movie, but it turns out it's based on a book by a gentleman who really did buy a zoo. In England, though, not in California, like the movie. And it looks
1: like he's at a at a press conference, and then there's uh, there's the, the zany twist, which I'll just direct you to our Twitter, at CJ Morgan Show, to watch these. Because they're, they're very funny.
2: They're so funny. They're rarely dangerous. They're kind of scary. But I'm glad that the people that have gotten a hold of this so far have yeah. just done it for fun, for little funsies, and not for like, let's drop an atomic bomb, says the president.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, can I play one more?
2: Yes, I would love uh,
1: one Oh We one both like this. So there's uh, there's a horror movie that was started from a YouTuber called The Skinnamarink. And it's just—I uh, think it's just about a kid's dream, a waking dream. I don't know, but it's a weird horror movie. Yeah. Uh, but this is uh, this is Joe Biden once again.
3: My fellow Americans, I need your help. I'm trapped in a house—the one from Skinamarink. <laughs> That's right. I'm in the Skinnamarink house. No doors, no windows, no toilet either. I've been Skinnamarinked and I'm scared. I'll f- phone. It better not. Ah. I hated that. <laughs> so it's it's great. It's, it's just so
1: dumb, and I love it's when they're so just dumb.
2: dumb. I love when things are. But it's are dangerous because it
1: can make people yes. say bad things, or when people say bad things, they could say I didn't do it; it was AI.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm really tempted to challenge somebody out there because for somebody making Emily one, I was going to say all of us have definitely over three minutes worth of content of our voices sure, on, on the, the, the podcast,
1: internet. Cj Morgan Show, uh-huh. however. Not enough people have actually downloaded it or found it. That's true. But if you
2: do, and you turn us into an AI, please don't make me say anything too terrible. Um, But maybe like, I don't know, have me quote Shrek or something. That's funny.
1: If our words echo out into a forest and no one's there to hear it, can AI make a sound out of it?
2: Can it?
4: Annalie Beyer hates the South. Parent pickup with Matt Bearden. If you're waiting to get the kids, got them already. This is for you. Um, I feel like that old grumpy guy that's always on the internet complaining about woke cancel cultures mm. destroying the country. And it used to be a lot better way back when. Uh, a, an author, Anna Lee Byers, brought us a story in Life Hacker. Stop teaching kids to say, sir and madam, it's problematic. And as someone who was raised full-on in the South, where... Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I mean, the fear... I would be afraid to look at somebody who was a superior and yeah. not say, sir or ma'am. Were you guys, did you guys have the
0: same? I had a very similar, especially when I remember my dad specifically telling me if you're interacting with the cops, <laughs> specifically. Hands right. on the
1: wheel, ask permission yes, before sir, you no go into sir. your club. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, it was weird because we were always taught to address people as, yes, ma'am or sir. Mr. Mrs. I, I
1: do it a lot too. A friend of mine has labeled. I didn't even realize I was doing it, but I guess I h- had this manipulation tactic I use that he calls "all shucks, CJ," where I use I my voice gets a little more southern. I kind of am dumber, and I use sir and ma'am a lot, and yeah. it helps me in customer service it's situations.
4: Called, it's called a survival skill, and it yeah. helps. Uh,
1: strip clubs too. The they, the, the <laughs> dancers
4: love me when I when I'm what he calls "all shucks, CJ." Uh, I know a lot of the kids that are listening right now during parent pickup are probably wondering what you're talking about. Oh, crap. Yeah, forget about that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, they're saying we should stop teaching our kids to say sir or madam. It, they say that you shouldn't si- show a sign of respect for no reason. You also shouldn't shine, show a sign of respect at, at for just because mm. somebody's in a position of authority. Mm. Uh, the whole Lord, article, uh, <sighs> and I realized like, oh, it's finally happened. It always comes for you. You always make fun of the boomers because you're like, <laughs> yeah. These boomers, they can't adjust for the times. And then this story came up and I was like, This girl's crazy. She you can't change the world.
0: I agree with not showing people respect that haven't necessarily earned it, but I think we all deserve each other like to give each other a modicum of respect when we're out in public. Correct. Don't be bumping into me, you know what I mean? Don't cut me off in traffic type stuff, you know what I mean?
4: Yeah. But you yeah. don't have to talk to those people during those times. One of her big pushes is she's saying, look, we're working harder me. and harder and harder to raise children in an environment of, quote, implied mutual respect. It's one of the reasons they're trying to get, you know, one of the ways they're trying to get rid of uh, bullying and that, uh, someone isn't different or less because of uh, a skin, uh, gender, uh, sexual orientation, uh, uh, sex, all these things. So they're saying, hey, why would we then code it into our language that someone is superior? Or someone is uh, uh, deferring to somebody else. I guess, but also the examples she gives, like if somebody drops something in the street, what do you say? If you see a guy drop, what do you, what would you how would you get that person's attention?
1: I wouldn't. I would steal it. Okay. I was
4: trying to put myself in this position. I was like, I think the first thing, immediately I'd go, sir, uh, sir. Excuse me,
1: sir. Sir. Same.
4: And she said just to yell... Excuse
1: me. <laughs> but now That sounds annoying and rude. Here's the deal though, uh, and I don't want to I'll, I'll try to sum this up quick. When it comes to language and words, it's not about showing uh undue respect or authoritarian. It's it's the formal in other it's the formal way of greeting people and then right. when you know them more there's the informal way. It's not about giving them undue respect, which is weird, and it's getting into really the semantics of of well, Different language. Like I said earlier,
0: it's just respect giving enough respect to a stranger. Not that you necessarily respect them, but I'm
4: not going to bother you type thing. Well, here's an unfortunate thing that I did about it. Right, like because help. generally whenever I feel a knee-jerk reaction, you I like to online. I like to do something where I like to reflect on my own beliefs and think, Well, is there room for change? And sure. I remember thinking, you know what I would love to say if I had this woman in an actual interview is, Hey, don't would you go to another culture? Would you go to another country and tell them how they should speak? Wouldn't that be a little bit rude? So yeah. Ooh, probably Japan maybe probably you're a, a Northeastern, maybe you went to a prep school or something, and you decided you're going to tell people in the South how to speak when it's our culture. Here's the problem. When I started really thinking about it and why we call each other sir and madam, I started to think about giant plantation homes, and the fact that we tried to recreate this series of lords and ladies in the South, and that we tried to create a gentry that literally didn't really exist, they weren't actual lords and ladies, and then we owned people, and I thought, oh, the worst thing that can happen when you start thinking is, well, you start thinking. And I don't know, I... It's going to crush me to not have my kids saying yes, ma'am, and no. Ma'am. So, I dude, feel like, I yo, feel like it's like having a kid that just says the F-bomb everywhere. But oh, yes. I yes. think maybe there's some good points here.
1: It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt Beard, and Spencer.
4: Where to get the best chili in Austin for
1: National Chili Day. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Listen, it's hard to talk about chili today uh, because it did breach 90 degrees in Austin in February. But uh, it shouldn't matter what the temperature is outside because inside you can find some delicious, refreshing chili, maybe in the air conditioning.
0: Hopefully in the air conditioning.
1: Uh, Today's National Chili Day, and I went over some places uh, that I've got chili before. If you have a recommendation, Spencer, or you... You can text us at 835-1015, and we can actually read that live on air. Yeah. Technology, man. It's, it's pretty damn cool. I can't believe it. Now, I'm going to say a lot of my chili doesn't just come in a bowl form. To me, uh, chili's not a main course. It's not my meal. It's the medium. It is the device to flavor or make something else awesome. How dare you Uh, dishonor
0: chili on this greatest of all days?
1: I'm just saying I like to use delivery devices for my chili. Much like someone would chips with queso, I like a multitude of different things. Chili cheese dogs, chili burgers, chili whatever.
0: You never just eat it in a bowl with a spoon as your delivery
1: device Uh, or crackers. In a bag of Fritos, kind of. That's
0: about it. That's the closest to a bowl you'll get with chili. Pretty Disrespect pretty much, man.
1: Um, but I, I listen. I do love uh, chili. Even made some uh, good stuff recently, where I added mole to it, made it a little different. Oh wow, I liked it. Fancy. I mean, but artisanal whatever. chili. <laughs> uh, a couple places to go get chili in Austin. Uh, yeah. Cover three, uh, recommended highly. And I've only had a uh, bite of my fiance's, but man, the the cilantro and onions they use. When things when when the veggies are fresh, they really give it that
0: extra kick, and uh, Cover Three does that well. And they just give it in a bowl. Uh, in a bowl, a, oh, okay. a fancy looking bowl. Well, you like said your your fiance was eating it, so I assumed it must have been a bowl. I slipped some into my yeah. mouth. Uh, Jim's restaurant. How dare you, district no, If I'm you want a caught up on that, sorry.
1: If you want some good old just cheap chili, yes. With whatever else you're eating at Jim's, uh, Jim's restaurant has some uh, damn fried chili. Jim's a sleeper hit, man. Uh, It's a great place. Lucy's Fried Chicken, delicious chili you can have with your chicken. Uh, No beans in their chili, I do believe, which is something I I enjoy. Yeah. Another dive place, Billy's on Burn It. Uh, They offer meaty and veggie chili. And, of course... You can turn it into a Frito pie. Uh, Sourdough Market has a goat chili. Dude, wow. Um, that's pretty damn good. I haven't had it in years. Um, again, I'm just kind of half-assed, and maybe these places don't have chili anymore. Oh, I sure I don't hope know. they do,
0: man. I'm going to try that one out. Uh,
1: don't like cornbread, except for from 24 Diner. I don't know why, but their cornbread is different. It's delicious. Maybe it's because it's leftover pancake batter. Who knows? Mm. Uh, but the 24 Diner no bean chili is pretty good. Uh, Valentina's, one of our favorite uh, Tex-Mex places, also has a rotating chili that they use its uh, brisket in. And Ooh. I love it when barbecue places, once a year or whatever, make a chili with, with the extra meat. It it's is delicious. something different, something good. And I've
0: yet to try it there.
1: but One of the things you miss a lot with, uh, you know, a lot of people smoke at home with electric smokers or, you know, like the Big Green Aid pellet smokers. Actual smoke smoker, like the the wood-burning smokers, just add a different bark to the meat. Yes. Point being, uh, this is about chili, and we could not say it without mentioning, of course, Texas yeah, Chili Parlor. Yeah, I was getting worried. Some of the best chili in Austin, and a place where you can get a multitude of items with chili, like one of my favorites, the Chili Cheese Enchiladas. Mm, That's right. Wow. Enchiladas with chili, migas with chili, whatever you want with chili.
0: Now, CJ, there's always a great debate on what makes the best chili, beans or no beans. You did mention you you prefer beanless chili, correct? Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a bean fan. Just, make it, just I'm not, seeing where you stand on the issue. I'm not
1: going to dive into one of those heavy arguments, but I just, I, I'm just not look, look, huge on beans, and I don't like them
0: in my chili. That's all it's got to be, man. That's perfectly understandable. I like both because I'm yeah. not a little bitch. Well,
1: I mean, you're, you are you like eating. That's what it's all about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say, in Texas, there are two rules that are very true. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to have a fiddle player in the band. And no beans and chili.
2: Staying at an Airbnb is great. But if you want to be a host, there are a few things you need to do.
1: Time for Emily Explains It All, how to be a good Airbnb host. Uh, You're in Austin. Don't do it, you piece of crap, exploitative, gentrifying... Rental land slum lord, yeah, garbage yeah, yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but outside I, of that, let's Yeah, let,
2: outside of the, the evil cities. landlords, lords that I don't approve of either. But like I went to Wimberley recently and we stayed at a little cabin in the woods, okay? And it was all through Airbnb. Um and it was incredible. And the best part about it was this the host. I have never had a host do exactly what I wanted mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. an Airbnb trip. Which, Which
0: is not murder, you? Okay,
2: true. That that is an important yeah,
0: tip. Nice. You seen Barbarian yet?
2: <laughs> I <haven't> seen <laughs> yeah, Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
0: forgot about that. That's like uh, that almost reminds me of like what was it? Hostile? Like it like, yes. turns those types of uh, living arrangements into its own horror genre. Yeah.
2: Luckily, anyway. I, I did not have that experience because I'm here good, with good, you good. today. Uh, but some of the things that the Airbnb host did, I would like to share with you, so that if you ever decide, hey. I'm going to be, um, you know, I don't know, exploitative and do do, do get get a house that you should be selling to other people. If radio ever
1: affords you the ability to own rental properties in gentrified neighborhoods and put neon buses with stripper poles in the backyard and rent them out to douchebags for South by parties,
2: Uh, what are
1: you going to do, Emily? What makes you a good host? So my
2: first tip uh, that I really enjoyed about this host is... She obviously had just a ton of copy and pasted instructions that she sends to everybody, but they were so thorough. Yeah. I had zero questions were for her. Were
0: there signs up too that she posted? Like,
2: mm, no. Remember to
0: close the cabinet. No, no, no signs <laughs> like that. Yeah.
2: Um, but she did have a giant, just like, here are all the things that you should do in this town. Which is so nice. The guides are great. Love The that. guidebooks. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of Airbnbs forget to do that. Back in the day, whenever my parents and I used to do just normal cabin stuff before Airbnbs, True. they loved doing it because it was like a local thing. But now, you know, like you said, it's some douchebag that just like owns another property and so they just rent it out. But it's nice to know what they suggest. Did we do any of it? No. But I like the concept.
0: It was fun to then read in the, the toilet yes. in the morning. <laughs> it is very fun yeah. to
2: read and get excited about your trip and be like, I'm going to do all these things and then never do them. But know that they're there. Uh, another thing that I really liked is she had a lot of blankets in the apartment or in the in the cabin. It wasn't just like the blankets on the bed because I like to get cuddly and cozy. Snuggle core. Yeah. What, it's was all she snuggle like core. Uh, how many
0: ladies are coming over and then would increase the blanket's yes. like size? Yeah,
2: because you know, it is count. science. Us yeah. women like to get colder. I, I literally wear a blanket in the studio every single day. Yeah. So I appreciated the fact that there were so many blankets, there were so many towels. Again, another reason for me to not have to talk to her.
0: Yes.
1: I I like uh, that this, so in my experience, there have been two different type of Airbnbs. Uh, The ones that are clearly someone's second property that they love and care about. And like this owner you're discussing. And then there are ones that are just clearly this is just a money making endeavor. This oh, is yeah. just uh
2: IKEA furniture, you exactly. Know. Yeah. Uh right. cleaning
1: instructions, checkout time, that sort of thing. Do yes. you have do you have more tips for us? I do. We'll be right back with Emily Explains It All How to be a good Air and B B and B host. Don't, you rich capitalist piece of crap. Nah, nah,
2: nah, nah.
1: He's explaining how to be a good Airbnb, Airbnb host. Man, you, you just go. can't get that right. Can I say Verbo instead? We'll just go with the I other sure company. Be. Vrbo. <laughs> Point being, so far we've learned that it involves um, caring about your guests' experience yes. and uh, really displaying that you care about the property as as much as you do. It's not just money wow. making.
2: Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Some hospitality for this Airbnb, aka bed and breakfast. So set us up. Explain good. us
1: uh, the first couple of examples we've gone over Okay, as so why. we have
2: gone over uh, that I think that to be a good Airbnb host, you need to send me suggestions, suggestions that I will never in a million years take. But because, the local
1: book of, yeah. I like this restaurant, exactly. there's a nice hiking park here. I, I, I love that. And yes. again, probably don't do it no. if I'm in Miami for a wedding but I exactly. do like reading through it and be like, oh, there's a really good Cuban restaurant down the street. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was in a cabin in the woods for three days without any phone service or anything. Did so. you see
1: any Wendigos?
2: Um I did not see Wendigos. I saw a
0: windigo in Wimberland. <laughs> Um, if you'd seen a ago, you wouldn't have survived. That's
2: also true.
0: Maybe it spared me.
2: The next thing that I that. did discuss earlier um, is that they had a bunch of blankets, and I thought that was important. Extra coziness. That also includes, I forgot to mention, pillows. There were too many pillows on the bed, but Hell I'd rather yeah. too many pillows than not enough pillows. I You can
1: kick some off on the floor. Throw pillows annoy yes. me the so
0: Jews No, so they much. weren't even
2: just throw pillows. They had, like, hefty actual pillows. It was incredible. Sounds
0: like my my dream. Yes. Yeah, I require four Four? Yeah. Same.
2: Four pillows? Yeah,
1: one on this side, one on this side, so when I rotate, I can hold a pillow, one pillow to lay my head upon, and then yes. one pillow to put over top of my head, oh my and then sometimes gosh. a fifth pillow to put in between my legs. However, now having a fiance and dogs, we've whittled it down to four total pillows in the bed.
2: Good, uh, as you should. Um, the next uh, tip that I would give you as an Airbnb host is, again, on the same lines of, I don't want to talk to you as a resident of your Airbnb. So that's just the
0: whole mantra of this.
2: Wait, yeah, I would I say... I don't want to
0: have to talk to you.
2: <laughs> do a bunch of things that you... That will make it so that I, as your guest, will never have to speak to it's you. It's
1: weird when they live in the house. And, it like, weird that behind it, the there's... You know the rental property, yeah. or it's another section. Because I it makes you
2: feel uncomfortable.
1: I like exploring the locked areas <laughs> where you're not supposed to go. Usually, it's just cleaning supplies. It or, always is just cleaning so, supplies. I know, I like looking around, but it, it is weird when um, there's you know one. They're like
2: sitting on their porch, waving at you goodbye. When you're yeah, there's out. a place in Houston
1: where I stayed in the garage apartment. and It was a little uh, bizarre, but it, she was like this artsy older lady. Um, so it nice. wasn't that bad, but it makes me feel like I'm in trouble yeah. for something. And then one time at a bachelor party in like Vale, we rented this godly giant house in a ski town and, or Breckenridge, point being, uh, but the upper apartment to the place was clearly where the owner lived, lived. and mm-hmm. thankfully they were only there for one day.
2: Oh, that's But good. it's just,
1: it's bizarre when you might have to encounter someone and be like, hey, I
0: I used your toilet. Uh, uh, uh. But
2: Enough of that. It was, but I mean, we did encounter one person on our stay. Um, but the I really Wendigo? like, I know, not a windigo to go They you
0: wouldn't have survived. wouldn't. Cared. I
2: wouldn't have been here. It, it spared
1: us for some reason. In yes,
2: mind. we were chosen. Um, there was somebody that showed up. There was a hot tub, and there was the maintenance guy that showed up. Nice. And typically, you know, the maintenance people will just kind of do their thing and leave. But for this Airbnb, there was a giant window looking out into the porch where the hot tub is right next to the bed. So I think this man, this poor, poor man, has had a lot of instances of going out to fix the... The hot tub to turn around and see an exposed couple. Hell yeah! Having their that's why their Airbnb this. time. He
0: may not make a lot of money, but he does get to remember. He a does lot get, of get to remember things. a
2: lot. <laughs> but they did the the best thing possible. The lady warned us multiple times on our trip that this guy was coming. Nice. So I knew not to get have any fun during that time. And then the guy knocked on the door and instead of knocking on the door and us not answering and him proceeding to like fix the hot tub, he knocked on the door and waited for like five minutes until somebody answered the door. He was not going to come around the corner. And I loved that. I was like, yes, don't interact with us. Hot tubs never work. Do they get it fixed? Oh, it was incredible. That was a great get, hot tub. Oh,
1: that's awesome. He comes every,
2: every Monday.
1: We've purposely went to places for hot tubs or pools, and it's always been an issue.
2: No, I I had an amazing time So that's the nice. next tip, own a
1: hot tub that works.
2: <laughs> yes, own a hot tub that works. And then I guess the final tip, which Spencer, Spencer, you kind of did allude to, and I have been this entire time. I just don't want to talk to them. Yes. I really don't. Yes. And I I like <laughs> I like Airbnb hosts where I go, I do my thing, you let me know what you need me to do. And she was even like... I pay my uh, cleaning people a livable wage so you don't have to worry about doing anything like that. And I was like, You know what? Awesome. I still did a little cleaning
0: because I'm a nice person. It does feel weird leaving all the blankets all over, right? You know what I mean? (laughs) Just unfold them a little bit.
2: It was so nice to just be like, oh, all you have to do is take out the trash. And I did. She didn't even send me a thanks for visiting, which I was cool with. I didn't want to have to respond back, to be honest. I left my review being like five stars. Love this place. Super secluded. She left her review, five stars. Emily was a great host or a great guest. That was it. I will never speak to this person ever again. It's fantastic. Did,
1: what did you hide?
2: What did I hide? Yeah,
1: you got to hide something.
2: You don't have to hide something. No, you hide something What kind <laughs> of somewhere? Airbnbs are you going to? In
1: places where I hide something, when people find it, it's clearly not supposed to be there, but what it's there. It's for the window. Oh,
2: you, so you
0: hide something that they own, but you misplace it, is mm. what you're saying?
2: Like, you take their scissors and you just put them in like a no, weird spot. No, not
0: that. You'll know. You'll oh, know. Well, you'll I know? No idea
1: I have no idea. No. I don't think I'll ever explore know. Explore the properties. You'll know where I've hidden something. Not inviting him over.
2: <laughs> Everyone tell me congratulations because I'm celebrating adult week.
1: Emily's grown up and we're very proud of you.
2: I've am i grown up and I've grown up and I've grown up, up again.
1: You're a big girl now, Emily. Tell I, us what does adult something. week exactly uh, entail for you? Because well, I have um, these two and I, hmm. I, I feel like it's based on errands. Yes, okay. yes,
2: it definitely is. I have had some trouble. I'm 24 years old. I'm trying to figure out my life still all the time, all day, every day. If anybody wants to help me out, yeah, let me know. Not, you're not alone. Yeah. So there are some times where I just wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't gone to the doctor in like seven years. Nice. That's like a general doctor. Our and five. I'm like, huh, I don't <laughs> have a general doctor. That's probably bad. So I decided instead of spacing it out like a normal, sane human being would do, i <laughs> I'm just going to dedicate this entire week to adult week. Adult week. And do all of the things that I'm supposed to do as an adult in one week. Perfect. So that I don't have to worry about it. And then next year when it happens, I have one more like week of adult week. So every week, once a year, is adult week. And then after that, I don't have to worry about any of my other appointments. Don't have to worry about anything. So just like get them that. done
0: Now, what if you need a week? follow-up appointment? Because they find something bad. Well,
2: I'm 24. They're not going to find anything bad. I've, I've got a couple of years in between, hopefully. Fingers crossed.
0: Fingers crossed. Yeah.
2: So the plans of my adult week, okay? First one, obviously, like I said, find a general doctor. I didn't realize that you actually needed a general doctor because- Yeah, you got to go see a GP. My, my, my mom messed me up because for the longest time- I was taken to a kid's doctor. Oh, yeah. My mom literally took me to a kid's doctor until I was 18. That's
0: That's what my parents did. A uh, pediatrician? uh, Pediatrician, yeah. Yeah. He was just so cool, man. He was a cool dude.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I liked my lady pediatrician, but But it was was really sad, and I remember the last day that I went to my pediatrician, and I sat in the waiting room, and I was was 17 and a half, about to be 18, or I might have been 18. My mom just lied to them a little bit. Right, right. Um, and I was just sitting in there. All the walls were painted. There were little children in the waiting room that were crying and playing with Legos. And I went inside to a room that was painted like the cow jumped over the moon. And yes. I was like, hmm, this is my last time of being in I here. I see you anymore. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, ever since then, I truly have not been to a general doctor. And I think that's bad. So I now officially have a general doctor congrats hey what do i i don't even know what to ask them
0: I'm like hey am i sick
2: yeah like do yeah. i go in and i'm and like i'm sick yeah you're
0: not old enough i mean maybe get a physical or something right uh, i guess That's like just hand them 20 bucks and be like
2: tell me if i'm doing bad I listen
0: Listen to my heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah beat.
2: so i'm doing that um next up is i am my taillight went out again it's been having some issues and I have officially decided I am done going to the shop. I'm going to just start learning how to fix my own taillight. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be watching a YouTube video. Yes. And I am going to fix my own taillight.
0: You got this. Before
2: I get a ticket. Okay. Taill- yeah.
0: taillights are usually pretty easy. You yeah. Might have a, you might need a screwdriver. Especially but on an older vehicle. You yeah. can get everything you need
1: at AutoZone or O'Reilly's, whatever. Yeah.
2: Cool. Look yeah. at yeah. that. Adult. It. For sure. Next it's going to make you, you.
0: feel good. You'll feel good, too. You'll be yeah. Like, Look at me. I'm, I'm a mechanic.
2: I'm also... Uh, <laughs> my parents are out of town this week, and I think a bunch of... Whoa, party
0: at their place. Right? I mean, <clears throat> in, in Houston,
2: let's drive for us for the party. It's worth uh, it. But they're out of town this week, and my, like, aunts and uncles are all on vacation, and so my mom has tasked me to basically babysit my grandmother because I'm the only one that's like could be in contact with my grandma, even though she's in Wisconsin. So now that's such an adult responsibility too. So I'm going to the doctor to take care of myself, learning how to change my taillight. And I'm the one that's responsible for my 97 year old grandmother, Emily.
0: Are you going to take her out of town and go see some... she lives
2: in Wisconsin, so it's just all through her iPad, but it's... It's still a big responsibility to know that my parents are on a cruise ship right now. So if anything happens, I have to be in charge of grandma, even if it's bad things.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Yeah.
2: That's going to be sad. You'll
0: be fine. So I've never done that part, so (sighs) yikes.
2: Oh, I'm also going to the dermatologist. Wow. Yeah. Go in. I know. Adult week. I feel like by the end of the week, I should do something very immature. You know, to just reward myself yeah. and to get back into the system. Just your pants.
0: Yeah. Oh man, that's oh, what you think. That's quick and easy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's immature. <laughs> for <sure. laughs> It is. It is very immature. Gross. I don't know. if I bet you wouldn't be not to force you to do it, but I bet it'd be kind of impossible <laughs> to, to pee like my pee pants? yourself. Yeah. Hey, all right, I, That's all we can say now. of how, tr- anyway. Just pretend
1: you're in the ocean. Just go.
2: Just right go. now.
1: Sure. No, nah, nah. Well, but it's not the end of the it.
2: week. I can't do it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta wait till the end of the week.
1: It's the CJ Morgan Show. One 101X. X.
2: I was trapped in a dungeon all weekend. A wine dungeon.
1: A what? What? A wine dungeon. Yeah. Okay.
2: That's it. That's the end of the. I'm just all kidding. right. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for now. coming. Yeah. Uh I went to. You know, we had a three-day weekend. It was great. I needed some time for some relaxation. Um, specifically with a special somebody. So we decided to go do one of the most romantic things ever, Um, go visit a wine castle in the middle of nowhere.
1: Like Drippin' Springs, Fredericksburg, Wine Country, Austin?
2: Yeah, yeah. We were kind of... T- it That's was like cool. 30 minutes away from Wimberley.
1: Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wrote down wine and cheese when you were telling me you were going to talk about... Is there cheese yes. involved? Oh, thank God.
2: Yes. There was Whew. cheese, and there was wine, That's and the there was, was chocolate.
1: A, so excited about CJ. The cheese.
2: It's the cheese. So <laughs> when did
1: you become a sorority girl turning grandma?
2: Um, that's a great question actually see I have always had grandma core energy that's what I like to call grandma it core. <laughs> and this weekend really mm-hmm. brought it out I mean the whole weekend basically I just went to Wimberley stayed in a cabin went to like a mom and pop little cafe mm. was like can I get the usual even Quick though question. like they didn't know me
0: did you yes. do any knitting at all
2: no knitting. Oh,
0: damn, that would have been the trick. But trifecta. I did
2: sit out on the porch and watch deer for Ooh, quite some time, that's and close. just talked about, "Oh my gosh, look at how close those deer are."
0: Now, was this in the morning with some coffee? No,
2: that wow. was in the They'll come after you too. A
0: deer came
1: after me in Wimberley. Yeah, yeah, and I thought it was what's that? Uh, what's that Native American ghost that? The shapeshifter one that sometimes is deer. No, I I'm think not sure. I'm confusing too. Anyhow,
2: anyhow, I I did go uh, and do a sorority girl old lady thing and go to a winery because I love wineries. I've been to a ton of them, not to brag. That's just something that we always did for some reason as a family. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I don't I've
0: never gone, I, I, You've never I, done a winery? I've been to once. Once? Just once, actually, down in San Antonio is a decent little winery. Yeah, um, my, my fiance's parents love going. We've been yeah. to a few. They yeah. have, like, memberships to them. Like,
1: yeah,
2: okay. it's well, I guess, a okay. fun little thing to do. I can't
0: imagine it as a family thing, I guess, for some reason. Not a skinwalker. There's another term. <laughs> Go on. (laughs) You'll
2: get it. Go on. Yeah, so I've just done a lot of the normal wine tastings, Fredericksburg, stuff like that. But this one, it's off of 290, and it's just like a castle. I've talked about this on the morning show before because I was just obsessed with the concept of some weird man-made castle that you can drink wine in. And I decided for Valentine's Day— I got us uh, tickets to a dungeon cheese and Whoa. wine and chocolate experience. So they
0: shackle you all up down there they, and feed, uh, force feed you know, cheese? You know, I didn't
2: even think about the shackles. That <laughs> stinks. No.
0: You didn't get the whole dungeon experience.
2: I We got <laughs> a lot of dungeon experience, I'll yeah. tell you. You know what I mean? Get to
0: feed some cheese to the rats.
2: <laughs> yeah. Go
0: on. I'm sorry.
2: Um, they took us downstairs, and it was completely dark. Like... It was so dark that that they had somebody kind of just guide us through. And we were like, wow, is it gonna be this dark the whole time? And they're like, no, no. We're just trying to have your eyes help your eyes adjust to the to the darkness of the Mm. dungeon. Mm. And we go in, and basically it's just a bunch of booths that are in the dark and they have like it was cool they had little like hands that were holding candles that were stuck to the wall huh. and that's they had creepy. a plate out no not at all not at all right they had a plate out with cheese and truffles <laughs> and what they would do is they would come but it was around really people. but it was i don't know it was so dark in there i don't know yeah. what i was eating that's true it's true uh-oh because that's the whole that's the whole ruse with this this ah, concept is so they almost- They tell you that your senses are amplified since you're sitting in the dark. just
0: like in the tunnel of love. That's that's kind of true, though, actually. uh, Yeah. Yeah, that happens. I mean, barely.
2: I mean, at the end of the day, my senses are also amplified whenever I'm super drunk at four in the morning and I eat Whataburger, so... You know, the there's not really a difference. <laughs> profiles
1: are much, much more. But you had fun. It sounded I like a good a little date thing.
2: They make you. Uh, they tell you, okay, eat the, pick up the truffle on the top left corner. You're like, where and is And take that? a bite. Oh, yeah, okay, and then they you, tell you, yeah, yeah. You take a bite, and then they're like, okay, now try some of your wine. They taught us how to properly swish the wine. You don't pick it up and swish it. Mm-mm. You keep it on the table. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it helps you, with the mm-hmm, yep, yep, And it keeps it like the gravity or something. I don't really know. I didn't learn well, much. Well, it's
1: the friction between the bottom of the glass and oh, the actual I table see. itself.
2: I see. It's see, horse crap. The best part about this entire experience is I didn't need to know the details. That's the thing with wineries. I don't retain any of the information. I'm there to see. drink. I'm there to drink. I'm there to eat some nice cheese yes. and some nice and and pair it with some nice um, uh, truffles. Do so some by the, in the end, by the end, we yeah. had about five glasses of wine. And
0: spit it out?
2: No. Why would I spit it out? I'm, I'm paying to. good money. No, you're not. Yeah, you are paying good money. When you money
0: do wine tasting. proper tasting, yeah. But I've never been to one like that. So no, like that's said, not proper. I've only been to one. <laughs> it's a Wendigo. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. Wendigo. That's the Native American spirit. A Wendigo. A Wendigo. Wendigos are formed after a cannibalistic. They're evil. Like, yeah. oh. They're evil, yeah, and sometimes they're, they're they come not in.
1: Good. <laughs> they come in like a mangled deer form. No, that's yeah. scary. Stop talking about wendigos. They
2: would be found in a dungeon, right?
1: No, uh-huh. they would be out in the forest of Wimberley looking
0: for dungeon dwellers. Who dungeon dwellers out. who maybe, are drunk maybe on one wine could, would form in the dungeon if there were two people trapped down there, and one of them that's had to true. eat the And you were—we just said and you were I eating people. And I was on a date,
2: but guess what? Where's uh, uh, dating
0: people? Uh, Where's my
2: date? Huh? <gasps> did I ever come back with them? Did you? Emily?
1: Yeah, you've been talking about someone you're seeing, and I never... You've never seen this someone. (laughs) Hmm. Emily bought a PC computer. She's about to become a gamer. Take that, Steve Jobs. And now it's
2: time
1: for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that I'm a nerd. Nerd! Emily, welcome to the world of PC gaming, where uh, as recently as last year... I found myself at the Goodwill electronics store to buy a cheap, cheap, cheap computer to play Age of Empires on. Oh, nice.
2: wow. That's great. I uh, got a very expensive computer that seems pretty good, but I got a great deal out of it. You're so, a Mac uh, human. Yes, I do own a Mac, and I have been using it since high or not high school, college. Uh, but you can't really play a lot of games on Mac. Yeah. Very stinks. true.
1: Um, I've even downloaded Steam and, uh, and even Ugh. some of the stuff they've tried to patch is no. wonky. Yeah. Uh, the, I will say I enjoy Macs overall, but I really appreciate the gaming on Windows and just yes. the file organization system makes so much more sense there.
2: It really does. But Mac
1: kind of does some things because it dummy proofs itself yeah. against you. Anyhow. And I like that
2: I can connect my little stupid phone to my little stupid Mac. So. You, got a, I you, got a you got a gaming PC. PC. Yes, I got a, uh, a PC like laptop i yeah. didn't get like a. I don't have i don't have a a desk okay i live in a small apartment close to downtown we don't i don't have that two-bedroom desk money okay
1: do we need to take it apart and put in some more ram
2: no we don't it seems like you don't it,
1: have to go to fries and get no, some no, get some new boards no get a no 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 better uh video card no Nvidia. I,
2: it seems like it has everything it needs honestly i'm not too sure I just kind of asked a bunch of people that know things about tech, yeah. and they sent me some ideas, and I bought one of them uh, with a very hefty discount thanks to somebody named Josh. So, shout out to Josh. Cool. You don't live here, but shout out to you for we helping me out. It. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Um, I got an Alienware uh, X14. You <laughs> uh, know. Do you know?
0: Alienwares are still pretty good computers, but yeah. for a long time, they were considered... Yeah. Uh, overly pricey. Yeah. Similar to Macs but they can actually play uh computer games. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, they're still they're still good though. They're still yeah, good hardware.
2: Um, I'm pretty excited. They're um, just
0: they they sort of ushered in. They were the first computers that ushered in sort of a gamer look where everyone has neon lights. It is a
4: beautiful-looking The
0: see-through, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so they almost sort of pioneered, like, the gamer. Like, when you watch gamers stream and stuff, they'll have, like, neon lights and things in the background, and the gamer mouses have, like, little neon lights on them. It's pretty
2: cool, because my laptop, you can change the color of the backlighting on my keyboard, and I can make it, like, rainbow. I can make it, like, all flashy. And on the back, it has, like, a little alien, kind of like the Apple symbol, and you can change the color of the alien. can
0: Can you change it to where, like, the keys will, like... Slowly change colors yes. over time. Nice. Yes, nice. yes, Do they, cool. they have yeah. like
1: haptic responses? That vibrate when you touch them.
2: See, I don't know these words yet. Let's get I'm to learning. the brass
1: tacks, Emily. Why do you need all this just to play Age of Empires? Do um, you, you think you're going to be able to beat me online? No, uh-huh. I'm.
2: I'm not that kind of a gamer. And but what are
1: you playing? That's yeah. one Why did you buy we're, this? We're,
0: we're figuring it out. Minesweeper. <laughs> all the classes. <laughs> Solitaire. It's like you could just, yeah. <laughs> um Yeah.
2: I really like. And this is going to make gamers angry. I like decision-making games.
0: So there's a lot out there. There are technically, a lot out every there. video game is a decision-making game. That is game. technically <laughs> true. A you're game also gamer. a Sims fan. But I do more love like the Sims. A choose your own adventure style. Yeah, where you like
2: you're you're the choices that you make will impact the ending of the game yeah. style game. And I've played yeah. a lot of them over the years with like X's and stuff. But now I have my own real money, and I'm going to take back that genre and buy all the games that I want myself. Cool. Specifically, I actually uh, was influenced because I binged a. Game, Um it was on my Switch, but they have it on PC, and it's better to play on PC. And they actually have it Netflix. You can like download gaming apps. Oh yeah, Netflix
1: has an entire yeah,
2: and and so if you have Netflix, you can play this yeah. game on your mobile device. So I highly recommend it. Um, it, it is called um,
0: is the Minecraft one.
2: It, it's not. It's called Oxen Free.
0: Okay. Oh, play i that, that one. Yeah, it's a little side-scroller. Yes. But it's, it's sort of, like, scary.
2: It's kind of spooky. Yeah. I have a little trailer here. CJ,
0: you might like the story. It's kind of interesting.
2: Yes, here we go.
4: So what's the um, thing to do here? The thing to do is lay on the beach and drink till you can't remember where you are. And the other thing is the weirdo caves. So, you can sometimes
2: pick up frequencies to stations that don't exist. So basically, it's a bunch of teenagers. I don't want to spoil it, because this is a de- decision-making mm-hmm. game. But oh, yeah, it's a there's bunch different
0: of, endings. Yeah.
2: Yes, a bunch of teenagers will go. Uh, they decide to go to this island near where they're from and drink and have just like a little high school, you know, end-of-the-year party on this island all night. But they go into a cave. They open up a radio, which I love anything that refers to a radio. <sighs> yeah. I'm like, hey, that's me. <laughs> and they open yeah. up the radio and... Tune into a frequency that sends them into a different dimension. Yeah,
0: it starts to get kind of cool. And it, 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 it spooky. It's fun.
2: Spooky, and there's ghosties, and it's, it's a
0: pretty short one. I think you can beat it in a few hours. We it's
2: played sp- it in about. F- I played it in about like five hours oh, yeah. ish. Um, so I don't or less. I know. You,
0: yeah, we would play. We played it with some friends. I did. Uh, we'd take turns. But um,
2: it ignited this love for just these types of narrative story games.
0: Yeah, those I, are fun.
2: I just love it, and I love the idea of multiple endings too. Yeah. And so I went back, and I like you could replay the game and get you different endings. At a certain point,
1: yeah. Sometimes it's frustrating if like you get the bad uh, one of many bad endings, and you're like, oh man, I did all of this. And then because I was low on health and I didn't save or do this thing, it, yeah. Some of them are
0: a little too intense, but you know, yeah, especially the earlier versions of games like that where they're not quite as lenient. But Oxenfree I would consider a contemporary, more newer. So
2: yeah, I mean, I think it came out in 2016. The yeah. Oxenfree Two is coming out this year too. Oh, yeah. So hmm. I'm very excited. I love any of these decision making games. So if you have any recommendations oh, on games like this, yes, uh, I would Rome love to Total hear
1: War. Age of Empires, uh, civilizations. Not... Okay, oh but uh, that's really all I think of. You know,
2: to each their own. CJ missed. Miss.
1: Yeah, play it late at night, spooky sounds, uh-huh. it's decision making. Is it really? It's a puzzle game, yeah. It's really, really pretty gra- well, pretty no. graphics in like 99. Now, Emily's oh. not a huge puzzle
0: game fan.
2: No, I don't want to think.
0: Unfortunately. No,
2: <laughs> I just want to play and make decisions. You play and... the
0: Walking Dead game, right? God, this like was about such that. a bitch because you didn't have good
1: internet and you couldn't use the internet while on your computer yeah. to, like, solve puzzles. And there really wasn't any forms or threads you could find. You couldn't Google, how do I get to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You had to actually figure that crap out. Oh, it was well, so frustrating. The early,
0: days, oh. the early days of those games, too, they'd have very unintuitive puzzles. Oh. Remember was one game called The Dig, and you had to put this alien creature's, like, Bone like skeleton together like as an actual puzzle. And I'm like I have no idea how this happens. They- <laughs> look, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how I wouldn't know how to put together fr- a real life animal like the bone camera structure. would be
1: off, so you wouldn't see anything because yeah. of the crappy.
0: Ooh. We've come a long way.
2: We have come a long anyway, way. That's you- why I am so excited that I now have this PC. Yeah. So I can like rob my uh, brain.
0: Field some suggestions on a Twitter. I've got some. I'll give you off air here.
2: Ooh. Okay. I mean, give me like one on air.
0: Have you played the Telltale games, The Walking Dead?
2: I have, I own The Walking Dead games.
0: Season one, at least, was great. Uh, A Wolf Among Us is a good one from that same studio. And also, The uh, Borderlands one was really good. Ooh. Uh, Tales from The Borderlands one. They made a sequel. Don't play that. I hear it's not good. Oh, okay. (laughs) Those those two or three are some of my favorites. I have to think of some other ones. There are a bunch of great uh, options. Number one, Solitaire. 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 Yeah. That is oh, yeah. a
2: decision-making game. Your
1: decisions do matter. An unsolved murder in Austin has been solved. A man uh, died tragically on Monday. Uh, apparently he was shot and his vehicle uh, crashed into Lady Bird Lake. And as of today, KXN reports that a man was charged with murder after a shooting that happened. I'm sorry, the shooting happened December 19th. I might be confusing too, I hope. No, never mind. The other stories. Dude, I'm bad. This is why I don't do news. So why I do radio. This, this is uh, this uh, is just, and I didn't even have your mic on. Yeah. Uh, point is, yes. We need a so, break. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the shooting happened December 19th. A man crashed his truck into Lady Bird Lake, uh, died of the gunshot wound. Uh, they have now charged a man, an 18-year-old, uh, with the death of the person that happened on the morning of December 19th. Um, according to the uh, arrest warrant affidavit, uh, they responded to the call around 3.30 a.m., off the west block of Riverside Drive there were several gunshots and the uh, the suspect I guess he's still considered a what do you call him when they're in jail I don't know point still is Still suspect uh, there was uh, a bit of a scuffle at a park people were hanging out uh, they started firing at another group that they thought the group that was the group they were fighting with wow and unfortunately an innocent man uh, his black pickup truck was hit he ended up crashing and uh, perished but thankfully uh, they've caught the man who has done it and this by the way I just want to go ahead and Uh, mention is unrelated completely unrelated to the Lake Austin Siren Uh, the serial killer uh, that I've dubbed the Lake Austin Siren is still uh, potentially out there somewhere uh, killing young men and dumping them in the lake so you still need to be careful it's not real uh, if you're downtown, keep your head on a swivel. Watch how much you drink. Know I mean, who you're talking to. Yes. Tell people when you get home. Yes. Be extra careful and vigilant. Correct. Because there's a serial killer on the loose. Not correct. Called the Lake Austin Siren. Mm-mm. Can't be I, saying that. Should I call it the East Austin Siren. That kind of sounds a little better. I don't know. Lake Austin sirens a serial killers. So, well, be they have been
0: ending up in the. I mean, they have been totally unrelatedly ending up in the lake. So maybe that's what you would want to say if there were a, a killer.
1: Again, this has nothing to do with the case I just uh, discussed, which is tragic, and
0: the person keep has been You wanting arrested. this to be a thing. I worried that how wanted- many
1: people have been found in the lake dead? I don't know. A lot. Enough. the serial killer on the loose, and Spencer, you're just over here
0: joking around, saying I'm dumb. Maybe I don't for like being, being scared of the Lake Austin siren. You're not scared. You want it to become a thing, and I'm worried you want to be- become a thing so bad that you're going to start going out and looking around the lake for clues and and perhaps be a little
1: gumshoe investigator.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm worried you're going to spend too much time on this. (laughs) No, see,
1: I'm not going to do that because here's the deal. If the Lake Austin Siren hears me talking about on the radio and knows I'm investigating, I'll be framed. So I need to stay away so my prints aren't downtown or anything, but you... Could be my eyes and ears. We could FaceTime mm. while you're down there investigating. I can point you to, towards clues, but unfortunately, mm. you have an Android, uh, so you can't even FaceTime and help me discover the link. Austin Siren. Hey. Green ass text. Did you know? Time to know things. That's what we're all about here. Uh, did you know? Going back to the root word of things. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, no. man. Sounded really smart there. I did that word. earlier, and this is. Completely just drifted. Uh, Did you know tradition and treason uh, both come from the same Latin word, tradere, which means handing over. Interesting. Both should be handed. Uh, Give us one, Matt. Okay. Uh, Did you know? Did
4: you know? know? Nearly half of all millennials have tattoos, and half of them, it's uh, just like a sweet roll or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or scissors if they're a,
1: a stylist. Microphones your if you're in radio. Flaming calculator if
0: you're Nerd. into flaming calculators. Yeah. Very okay. much. Very true. Spinny. Oh, it's my turn. Did you know? Uh, did you know? It's technically illegal to get married in Nebraska if you have a sexually transmitted disease. Is that why you've been engaged for so long? Yeah, HPV man, everyone's got it though. Come on,
1: <laughs> don't get,
4: don't get mad at me. Now, was uh, was your sexually
0: transmitted or was it like through birth? I don't know, probably <laughs> both.
4: HPV is the house brand of Home Depot, right? Hey,
1: correct. Thank um, you. Do you have to do things before you get married? I know you have to get a license, but do you, you do. do medical stuff too? Yeah. If you, you do, really you really? Yeah, you, got, you got to
4: play doctor in a treehouse. Hell yeah, I've yeah. been <laughs> doing
1: plenty of that. Uh, did you know? Water will kill you. At the depths of over 1,000 feet, the pressure can reach about 440 pounds per square inch. Pressure like that would crumple most human beings uh, immediately upon exposure, resulting in instant death. Cool. Well, it says it will crumple most human lungs, but I'm assuming if you're down there, your lungs aren't doing anything anyways. Uh, The pressure will, will kill
4: you. Pressure. Got a lot of that here.
0: Under pressure.
4: Did you know... Uh, if you want to commit a crime, you should go to California, New York, Connecticut, or Washington. Those are the only states that still allow for conjugal visits. That means that you get to... You know what I mean? Yeah. Only California and New York are cool enough to allow same-sex conjugal Laborals. visits. Which means that all of the videos that CJ watches are filmed in one of two states.
0: <laughs>
1: I think you're real funny, Matt. Spinny, give us a did you know.
0: We need oh. to learn. Did you know only one scene in the movie Fargo? You remember that one? Beautiful Cohen Brothers shot film.
4: Steve Buscemi, Toss William H. H. Casey.
0: Uh, damn, what's his name? He's my favorite.
4: Frances McDermott. Oh, Frances McDermott, yes. In it. Um, um, yeah, what's the it? The,
0: Swedish the Bad dude. Guy. <laughs> anyway, uh, only one scene in the movie Fargo is set in the city of Fargo, North Dakota. And no scenes were actually filmed there. Fun uh-huh. fact for you two.
1: And that that guy also played the devil in Constantine. Yeah, he's awesome. I'm he he can't remember his he name. He was a, the Russian mobster's brother in John Wick 2. And he's he's been in a lot of things. Kind of, he just has that look. Yeah, I love him. Bad guy look. Uh, let's finish these out. Why not? We got time. Did you know? A guy named Isaac Tigret, Tigret co-founded the House of Blues and Hard Rock Cafe and married Ringo Starr's ex-wife. He wasn't a musician, just a business guy from a wealthy family.
0: Aren't they all? Aren't they all? Peter Stormare, by the way, that's the actor. Thank you, thank you. Swedish uh, is it true? I don't know if that's true. Matt, do you know if that's true? Uh, Did you know Peter Stormare was the Swedish actor? In uh, Fargo, that played uh, long sleeves, Steve Buscemi's partner in crime.
4: Okay. He said to you, "Know," but I still don't know if it's true or not. I don't Did know. you know? I don't know, that movie, I know. So. Everything I just said was true.
0: Politicians,
1: oh man, they are the worst. Yeah! Welcome to People Behaving Badly. Today, we have someone who has always been in the news since elected, uh, but really just loves and craves the attention. Uh, the one and only, um, what's her name? Majorie, not Marjorie. Marjorie. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie. Uh, <sighs> Marjorie. Marjorie. Uh, has been in the news a lot. It started with... What an uh, insufferable human being. Really is. And, you know, here's here's the thing about uh, MTG are there people that are propaganda masters and work an angle to stay in power and trick people and really like dive into that? Yeah. Um, a good example of fellow media personality of much more, um, you know. Repute, I guess I'd say. I don't even know what's the word.
0: Rapport? Uh, rapport, no, yeah. rapport is, that's reputation uh, between individuals. Tucker Carlson individuals.
1: Uh, is a very one of the most popular hosts on the most popular uh, news network, and he's, he's smart too. I don't think he believes right. much of what he says or does, but I think he knows how to get ratings, how to play to an audience, and he, he in court cases, it's even said the show is um, satire, satire that uh, no reasonable person would take it seriously. Yet they do. I don't think he, at his core values he believes a lot of the stuff that uh, is being pushed. Um, that's the difference. I think uh, uh, Marjorie really believes a lot of the stuff. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, uh, has well, it been an interesting last few weeks. Which
0: personality type is more dangerous, though? The smart one that's pulling the strings or helping to pull the strings or the dumb one that falls for that it? Actually, uh, I don't know. I'm
1: scared, uh, CJ. Um, she started with the whole... Uh, State of the Union, uh, booing and jeering, and going back and forth with uh, Joe Biden. What what happened? Those were the same people that are like, "You better respect our president. You need to respect the president during the Bush era." Not respecting the president. Then she said oh, I, that... I don't uh, think
0: they still have that ideology anymore. <laughs> oh, no? No. Oh, man. Well, Not I never we since expect, uh, number
1: 45. Well, that's uh, that's messed up. Um, she also said that uh, perhaps it's time for a national divorce. What an idiot. Red states and blue states need to go their separate ways. And I just want to remind her that uh, uh, last time Georgia did it, it did it didn't go so well... Uh, Sherman, uh, you know, marched all the way to the sea. Well, it's, which, not, it's not great. Not a good idea.
0: It's not going so well for uh, Brexit either over there. Uh, Britain having lost, I forget how many billions after the uh, exit, if you will. Well, she's
1: uh, hit another one this time, and after realizing that it's completely stupid to try to break up the union that is the United States of America, that that's not uh, not very triadic, she's gone to perhaps turning her opponents, the Democrats, the blue states, uh, keeping them in their own area, but making sure the red states don't flip. How, you ask? This is her genius idea.
4: Um, what I think would be something that some red states could propose is, well, okay, if if democrat voters uh, choose to flee these blue states where they cannot tolerate the living conditions they don't want their children taught these horrible things and they really change their mind on the types of policies that they support well once they move to a red state guess what maybe you don't get to vote for five years you can live there you can work there but you don't get to bring your values
1: you heard it correctly um if you're going to move from a state that i guess is controlled by Democrats to a state that is controlled by Republicans. She thinks she shouldn't be able to vote for a few years. Uh, that's voter suppression. Yay. That's uh, that's pretty pretty not American, even though it has worked successfully in the South for a very long time and continues uh, to be an issue. Uh, straight up telling people they can't vote when they move to other places is just, uh, just frustrating and un-American. And again, yeah. a lot of politicians would do this sort of thing for attention to get on news. It Posturing. Yeah. I don't think she's posturing. I think she actually believes that uh, we should
0: not be able to vote if we move to a different state. Oh, yeah. She seems pretty dumb. And, <laughs> like, like That's the thing she believes in. And, uh, see how close those eyes are together. There's not a brain in the center. If she
1: came to you, though, and she's like, hey, Spinny, I love you. I want you to be my little sugar baby. I'll take care of you. You just got to
0: make out with me. Be my little mm, man toy, would you? No, nobody. You got to earn these kisses, you got to earn them. Um, okay. I, well done. I'm, I'm proud of you, Smitty. I don't just go kissing anyone just because they're, I don't know. I don't, don't even think she, I can't find her attractive either because of her personality. So there you go. Very, very <laughs> difficult. And it is
1: a rough, abrasive personality that is just plain to the lowest common denominator of voters. And uh, what's sad is that she, she's probably going to stay in power
0: for quite a while, yeah. and ideas like
1: this are just so un-American. It's adding and furthering uh, a divide. That's all
0: a lot of people seem to want nowadays, so maybe we just want to fight.
1: I think we do. That's all
0: we like to do is fight. Yeah. It feels pretty good. But
4: she's today's person behaving badly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Rightfully so. No data bank at the sperm bank. Meal thanks. (laughs) Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired.
1: Weird or Wired with Matt Bearden? I know uh, I know a lot about sperm banks, so ask me anything when the opportunity rises. Okay, what does it taste like?
4: <laughs> oh, no answer? Are we uh, move on? Okay. Uh, hey. Australia is worried about a prolific sperm donor problem. I talked about something on the other show, and I thought you guys would enjoy it I as well. I heard about this in the news. This Uh-oh. is kind of funny. You're worried about
1: accidental incest. Sure. And just to start, it seems... This this is the news and clickbait sites like New York Post, right. uh, which I hate and love, made it seem like it's already a problem. But this is probably just some bureaucrat that's like, oh, hey, we should, we should probably kind of update how we yes. do this just Correct. in case maybe this might have, probably won't sort of thing. But now it's turned into this salacious story. Uh,
4: having uh, children. V.S. Burp. Oh, my God. Did you hear me burp? Yeah, wow. I thought you had a stroke I again. you were dying, but... yeah. Yeah, it was really, it was a great off-winning for you. had. Yeah, there's a great line that you're missing right now. Okay. But I'll tell you I, after. I, I, th-
1: we're not going to discuss. Th- I know a, what you're talking uh, about. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, th- we
4: can't say it on here. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, the point being, uh, they're saying, hey, it needs to become um, much more accessible. It's cheaper now. And so a lot of parents who couldn't, I mean, a lot of people who couldn't become parents in the past now can go and get uh, donated, uh, you know. Good stuff, goods. Got your When for I was it. in
1: college, they were paying $70 a
4: pop. Nice. And that was uh, pre approved, but I did not Got get approved. when you were in college, too, you had the potential to make. $700 a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, as you get a little older, you're like, okay, $70 a day sounds pretty good, but this is what you
1: really could have... This isn't nah, Matt. There are rules and protocols, but uh, you, you know what? You could, because you you would drive to Austin News, but I had buddies that were doing those drug clinical trials, and nice. we're doing like three at once, because there were three different places. Well,
4: but now you're on to something. They're saying, look, there... Each individual place might actually tag you, a person, with some kind of um, way to know who you are. But there's no national bank, so they're not worried about this today. They're not worried about someone walking into a sperm bank and accidentally getting their brother's goods, right? But they're saying that what could happen is somebody could have donated at multiple banks across the country. The country is an island, and that a generation from now, I'm going to meet or. Somebody who looks like me would sure. meet uh, another young woman who looks like me. And you'd think, whoa, you, you seem attractive because you look, you remind me of myself. And you start dating, not realizing until well, far too late that they're both the product of incest the same father she, Become um, coming yeah. from a, a bank. So they're Is saying, hey, look, though? all of
1: this. Because if she looks like me, she's not. Well, she looks like Matt, so. Oh, so she's got a big tummy. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Incest.
4: Proceed? You shouldn't shame anybody for their tummy. Um, no, I got one, too. Don't worry. No, you don't. You're used to. It. You've lost it in the last couple of months. I'm really furious I know. I about it. I I anymore. It sucks. I know. I know. Anyway, I just thought the story was great. They, they're saying, hey, we need to have some way of coding this stuff. I don't know how you do it. I don't know if you have to have I mean, you'd have to have a really Are you going to have a tiny little ID for each one of those swimmers? (laughs) I don't know how you get it done. But essentially, hey, we've got to figure out a way to start tracking our DNA, or we're going to have a country. Now, there could be a problem. And this isn't that unfounded. There was
1: a story I saw on Unsolved Mysteries way back in the day of this guy in the 70s or 80s who fathered a ton of kids by doing just that, donating to a bunch of different sperm banks. So, Maybe they're kissing. We don't know.
0: You may roll your eyes at his antics, but we know you're still listening. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X.